Praise the Lord, everybody. Anybody in here have a feeling that everything's going to be all right? Do we all believe that everything's going to be all right? Hallelujah. While I was just sitting over there, I was just thinking when my name was on the prayer list. Amen. Have anybody have a testimony here that when you call his name, something happens? Hallelujah. When the saints begin to pray, something happens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God. We serve a miracle-working God. Hallelujah. We have nothing to be ashamed of. Amen. We have nothing to be ashamed of. When we call on Jesus' name, whether you believe it or not, something happens every time. Amen. Every time. Hallelujah. He did not one word fall to the ground. He hears the cry of his people. Amen. And I thank God that he's worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That may not be for everybody, but I remember, I remember my wife was giving birth to our first child. And she cold blew while she was in delivery. Stop breathing, blood stopped working, heart stopped pumping. And all I could do is call on Jesus. Amen. And something happened. Amen. The doctors couldn't do anything. The medicine wasn't doing anything. Actually, it was the medicine that was killing her. But when I called on Jesus, hallelujah, life began to, the breath of life came back to her. Hallelujah. I can't explain it, but it happened. Amen. That was nine years ago. It happened. Amen. Hallelujah. Her and the baby is here. Hallelujah. Prayer changes things. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is a good God. We can turn this service to a prayer service. I don't mind. I'll step aside of the Holy Ghost. If somebody responds right now, I'll, I'll tell you. Hallelujah. We can praise him and magnify him and call on his name. I, I have just enough faith to believe that he'll hear us. Something will have to change. The devil will have to back up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was wounded for our transgressions. Hallelujah. He was, he, the stripes on his back was laid for our healing. Hallelujah. It's already done. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Oh, glory to God. I'm not going to be before you long. Just something happens when you call a name. It does something to you. Hallelujah. Gee, it ain't nobody nowhere like Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank him. If, if you can turn with me. to the book of John, chapter 16. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Chapter 16. I'm going to start reading at the first verse. If you have a say, man. These things I have spoken to you so that you may keep from stumbling. I'm reading from the NASB. I'm sorry. I should have let you know. The, the King James say, these things I have spoken unto you that you may not be offended. If you go down to chapter, verse 7, I'm going to start reading there. It says, but I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. 
For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Verse 10, and because, and concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you no longer see me. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. I just want to read verse 7 one more time. But I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he come, he will convict the world concerning sin. Lord God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you you, you break up the fallow ground this evening, Lord. God, I ask, Lord God, that you give me clarity of mind and clarity of speech, Lord. Let your seed fall on good ground this evening, Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, build up on our most holy faith by the washing and cleansing of your word, Lord. God, we ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Before the night over, let us build an altar, uh, God, a fresh altar, Lord, a thanksgiving of sacrifice, God, for what you have done and what you're able to do, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. God, we pray all these things in your name, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Uh, the topic I want to speak on tonight is the advantage of conviction. The advantage of conviction. Here, he's t this is Jesus telling his disciples he's about to go away and he's sending a helper. He's sending them the paraclete, the one who comes alongside. And he's warning them. He says, I'm telling you these things. It's a whole discord. It's a few chapters where the Lord set his disciples down and he started explaining to them that he, he it's must that he go away and he's, he, he's, about to, he's in Jerusalem and he's about to be crucified. But he tells them that a helper is coming. And I know us Pentecostals, we, when we talk about the Holy Ghost, we like to talk about the power, the dunamis, the book of Acts power, which is, is, is correct and we should. And the Bible talks about how you shall receive power once the Holy Ghost come upon you. And in the book of Acts, it's, it's a book that is titled The Acts of the Apostles. Some people call it the Acts of the Holy Ghost. Because if you, if you read how the apostles act before, and then you turn the page into the Acts, and when they received the Holy Ghost, it was a di whole different personality. The, with the Holy Ghost, the ones who were weak were strong, and they did exploits like the, uh, Bishop Bernard said, those who knew they got they would do mighty things, and the book of Acts is filled of 
their doing, their acts. And that word dunamis, it means doing. It's, we get the word dynamite. Dynamite wasn't invented back then, but it's still doing. It moves things. It, it, it's action. And we get that type of power when we receive the Holy Ghost. And, and, and that's good. That's, 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 that's a positive. But there's also a power that we get when we receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, I wanted to bring it full circle. The Bible talks about how uh, the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Christ. We, we, we know that God and Christ is one, and, and the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Christ. The Bible says that the Lord is that Spirit. And, and if you don't have this, the Spirit, you are none of His. But here it is, to have the mind of Christ, you have to have the Holy Ghost. And, and, and the Bible tells us, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who was being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation. And he took upon the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And, and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And we have to have that mind in us. We have to take up our cross. Amen. We have to die to self. Amen. And, and, and that's, that take power. Amen. Uh, he, he, he warns them. He said, I'm telling you these things because what y'all see the world do to me, they're going to do to you. And, and that's, that's where he is in this chapter. He's letting them know they're going to put you out of synagogues. They're going to do all manner of things, thinking that they're doing God. Uh, he, they're going to do it in my name, he said. But because they rejected me, they're going to reject you. No, 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 no slave is above their master. And whatever you've seen them do to me, they are going to do to you. And, and the power I'm talking about, the mind that Christ has, in the book of John chapter 10, it talks about, he tells them and let them know, no man takes my life. I don't want to get that clear. I don't, I don't want you to think that, that I'm, I'm just helpless out here. He let them know that I have all power, but no man takes my life. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to pick it up. Amen. Amen. Now, that power is not the same word in the Greek, dunamis. That's it's a difference. It's, it's a Greek name. Uh, it's called exousia. It's a exousia power, and it's, it, it deals more with authority, but it, 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 it's more of the power of choice. It's, it's, it's a power to control or to hold back or plainly the power of restraint. Amen. And, and when you receive the Holy Ghost, you have doing power and you have power to restraint. Amen. Ain't somebody glad for the power of restraint. Amen. You, can, you, you, don't, you don't have the can't help us like you used to. You know, when, every time you see a beer commercial, you couldn't help it but go get a six-pack or... Go get a drink with the buddies, but now you have victory. Amen. Over sin. Anybody have that restraining power? Uh, that comes through the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he tells them that, hey, you're going to need this type of power because the world is going to try you. And, and right before he tells them the world is going to try you, he just let them know, don't, you know, it's easy to be offended, it's easy to stumble. If you don't know these things, so I'm, I, he, Jesus is trying to be very clear with them. 
And, and he told them, he, he, in the beginning of the, the 15th chapter, he talks about, I'm the, I'm the vine, you are the branches. You have to abide in me. And, 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 and then he told them, he talked about bearing fruit. But then he told them, there's a new commandment I'll leave with you. I want you to love one another like I loved you. You know, I laid my life down for you. I want you to love one another in that manner. And, and, and when he tells them that, the next verse he says, now, don't think it's strange when the world don't give you that same type of love. Yeah, he calls us to love one another, but if you're expecting that type of love from the world, you're going to fall. You're going to be offended. Because the world has a whole other system. They have a whole other God. The Bible says that, that the devil is the God of this world. Amen. And we have to remember, as saints, we are called out of the world. Amen. We are not of this world. We are in it, but we're not of this world. And, and, and when I say the world, please, please, please understand what I'm saying. Because, you know, some people, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And we are sent out into the world to preach. And, and, but if you, if you go two more chapters, one more chapter over in the, book, in, in the same book, in chapter 17, uh, the, the Bible gives an account of Jesus' high priestly prayer. And he actually says, I pray for them and not the world. He actually says, I don't pray for the world, but I pray for them, that you would keep them while they're in the world. And he's not talking about the people of the world. He's talking about the system. There's a system. It's not the people. It's the system. And, and I, I just I, I wrote down some synonyms just so you can get a good idea of what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about your next-door neighbor, the person you can't stand. I'm not talking about souls. I'm talking about a system. Everybody say system. I'm talking about a structure. It's just, this world has a setup. It has an order. It's a network. It's a method, a framework. The practices, the processes, the procedures, the mode, the, ins the institution. It's, it's an administration. They have their own way. They have their own manners. They have their own policies. They have their own plan. They have their own programs, their own schemes. They have their own formula, their own routines their tactics, and they have their own logic. This is the world that's going to persecute you. You can't get entangled with none of these things. It'll cause you to fall, amen. We cannot be friends of the world. James said, know ye not that enmity, for being friends with the world, calls you to be enmity with God. And he says, whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. You cannot entangle yourself with their system, with their logic, with their routines. Amen. And, and, and as, as I was reading this chapter, and I was reading these, these, these few chapters, and I said, man, I wonder how the apostles had to feel because here it is. This is Jesus warning them of this in the same breath as saying, I'll see y'all later. I got to go. <laughs> He's telling them, hey, they about to do something pretty brutal to me. And, and, and some of y'all are going to be offended by it. It's going to be gruesome. But I love y'all, and I'll be with you always, and I'll see you later. And they're comprehending, like, well, hold on, what do you mean? You, it's, 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 a, it's an advantage for you to leave us. When, when the world is turning against him, they're going to turn against us. And you're saying, 
by. And as a saint, you know, I just I had to wonder like how the apostles dealt with that. They 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 was with them three years and they seen them do miracles and and wonders and and they believed on him, and they they seen people flock to him and and the people rejoiced when he came in town. But all of a sudden it seemed like the system, the logic, the structure, and all that stuff started to come down on him, and and not just him but on them also. And this is what he told him. He said, these things I say, I say unto you that you will not stumble, that you don't fall. And, 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 and he, he lets them know that they're, what they've done to me, what they, how they treat me, is the way they're going to treat you. He let them know that I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. It's for your advantage that the helper come. It's for your advantage that the Holy Ghost come live with inside of you. And I, I say, how is that an advantage? I, you know, I, all my life, I, I sung songs, you know, when I see Jesus, amen. You know, when I see Jesus, all my troubles will be over and all, all my, my strife and all the struggle will be over. When I see Jesus, it's just, you know, amen, that's, that's our climax. But here he's leaving us. But he's coming in a different form. And, and in this form, he comes as a helper, as a, as a paraclete, as an advantage. But this is what he says. He says, when he do come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And, and I grew up in the apostolic church, and like Sister Caitlin said, I thank God for it. And, 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 and most of y'all are familiar. You know, they, they teach you the Holy Ghost will convict you. When, when, when you do something wrong or when you need some correction, the Holy Ghost will convict you. Amen. I got a witness. And this is the scripture where that is based out of. And, and when I was, I was studying that out, I was trying to read it, but here it says it convicts the world. Really want to talk about the saints, but it says he will convict the world. But he lists three things that he will convict, sin, righteousness, and judgment. And so when I dove into those three things, I seen where the advantage come in at for the child of God, amen? When it says that he will convict the world, world concerning sin, the the, the word sin, it's not plural, it's just sin. So it's one sin in mind that he's talking about. And the ultimate sin, the ultimate thing that damn man's whole souls to, to hell is the rejection of Jesus Christ. All the other sins are just a, a fruit of that old root of not believing or not receiving Jesus Christ. Amen. There, there's people out here that, that do not, don't have a need for a savior. They feel like, hey, I'm not a murderer like them people. I don't sell drugs or I don't cheat. What, 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 I'm pretty, pretty decent. I mean, I, they, they think they can make it to heaven on their own merits. And they don't see no need for all this blood and all this sacrifice and all this what Jesus did. And because of that unbelief and that self-righteousness, the Holy Ghost convicts. The Holy Ghost will expose. That word convict in the Greek 
is exposed or to reprove or rebuke or to bring light to. That's what the Holy Ghost does. It's, it's, it's shed abroad. It, it's, it's a revealer of things. The revealer of hearts. And, and he, he said he's going to convict the world of sin. He said, because of sin, concerning sin, because I go to the Father. And, and, and they did not believe me. Here it is. The Lord, he provided a way of escape. He provided a way of salvation. He, 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 broke, he broke down a wall of partition and he, he opened up the way where we could come in and come boldly through to the throne of grace and, and, and have communion with God. But people reject it because they don't see the need. They don't see the need. But the Holy Ghost will convict you and let you know you need a Savior. Amen. That is an advantage. I thank God that the light from heaven shine on my soul to drive me to my knees or drive me to an altar and say, God, thank you for the blood. Amen. He said he convicts concerning righteousness. Now, this world don't know what righteousness is. The Bible says there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. The Bible says that there is a generation that are pure in their own eyes, and yet is not washed from their filth. That's why the Bible says you need to be washed and regenerated. Amen. Be born again of the Spirit in the water. Amen. There's a, they, they have a hypocrisy. They, they, they look and, and feel like everything they do is right. This flesh is deceitful. It's, it's, it, 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 it can justify almost anything. You know, as long as it justifies the means, you know, well, I had to do this, I had to do that. And they don't, they don't care. They, they feel like they can do anything and be right. Everybody have their own truth. You cannot, everybody cannot have their own truth. That's a lie from the pit of hell. There's only one way, one truth. There's only one who is right. Amen. In this world, they have their own righteousness. It are puffed up with their knowledge, with their technology and trying to put God out of their, out of their knowledge. But the Holy Ghost come and shed light and expose all of that. Amen. And then the Bible says he convicts concerning judgment. Concerning judgment. This is the same crowd, the same people, the same time that took Jesus and had a mock trial. They took an innocent man, he who knew no sin, and crucified him. And at the same time, demanded that a murderer be pardoned. They don't know anything about judgment. And this is the same world that'll tell you, don't judge me. Who are you to look at me or try to expose me? Now, let me, i just put my two cents on this. If you, if you read the Bible, the Bible tells you to judge righteously. It, he tells you you will know a tree by the fruit that it bears. In order to know it's a, a, a lemon tree, 
you have to make a judgment. In order to know that this fruit is not poisonous, you have to have discernment. You just have to do it right. The Bible doesn't say, don't worry about the moat and the bean that's in your brother's eyes. It's just tell you, take care of your moat and bean first. Amen. He told Peter, after you are converted, then go strengthen your brother. And, and, and it's, it's sad because when we come around our presence and us having the Holy Ghost, convict those around us. And, and, and the world has went so, so, so one way where it's pulling us with them where we say, well, I know I can't judge or I know I can't, you know. It's not that you, you don't condemn them, but you can call a spade a spade. You can say right or wrong. The Bible says it makes difference between the profane and the, and the clean thing. And, and, and because people are in their feelings, us as saints get quiet. We just don't, I'm not going to be in nobody's business. I ain't going to say nothing. But if you don't say nothing, how can they hear? Amen. The Bible says faith comes by here. You got to say something. Amen. And the Bible says, don't you know, you will judge angels one day. Let alone these little matters. We, we, we have to just be wise and right when you do so. Amen. Here it is, he say these judgments, we have to do it in the right way. We have to do it righteously. The Bible says, no, that the whole world is lying in the lap of the wicked one. All these things, the way that the world looks at things, we got to make sure that as saints, we don't look at them in the way that the world does. We get so entangled and, you know, we, yes, we are blood-bought. We, we, God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. But we have to stay at an altar of repentance. Just because we spoke in tongues once or twice don't mean we got, have to stop praying. The Holy Ghost, when you feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost, let it do what it do. It's, it's God, God chasteneth whom he loved. He's exposing you because he loves you. He's shedding that light on that situation so you can correct it. He's not trying to condemn you. He's, he, he's beckoning you back to, him, to himself. It's the ministry of reconciliation. It is an advantage when God points out something in our life that is not right. And it's an advantage for the believer because we hear God, we respond to it, and not push away from it. There's so many that push away. There's so many that don't want to hear. They reject conviction. They feel and, and, and they confuse it with condemnation. Condemnation is when you condemn the person, but conviction is when you point out the action, the belief, or the practice. When you're practicing something that you shouldn't, if, you, if, if this world is having a grip on you as a saint of God, and God shine light upon that, don't, don't walk out these doors on a Sunday morning thinking that you're okay. 
You're going out here weaker than when you came. When you hear the word of God, respond and leave it. That's why the Bible, present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. If you stumble, get up. Come to the altar. He's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You don't want to get your own self-righteousness. Thank God for that advantage. Thank God for the Holy Ghost that has shined the light on our, on our soul. John 3, 19 says, and this is the verdict. That light has come into this world, but men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. When light shines, you don't hide it and try to keep from being exposed. None of y'all die for me. None of y'all have a heaven or a hell for me to go in. When light come, lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord. It, it, that old song, Lord, shine your light from heaven on my soul. If you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out, Lord, and strengthen me. I want to be right. I want to be saved. I want to be whole. We are children of the light. We walk in the day. We're not of the light. We are not of the night like some are. That's our advantage. This little light of mine, let it shine. You don't have to walk up like you're more holier than all and everybody else. It's, it's, I got a few brothers in here. When I made a mistake, I went and gave it to the Lord. And then when I see them come around, I see them make the same mistake. I just pat them on the back. Brother, you can make it. I'm not going to point my finger at them and I thought you were saved. Now you strengthen your brother. You, you, you let them know, I've been there too, man. Get up. Don't let the, don't let, don't, don't grope in the darkness. Don't let, don't let the devil have victory. When you feel that conviction, respond. But most, I'll tell you the best way to respond, respond with praise. Thank God for the, for the conviction. I, I'm scared if I do something, I don't feel nothing. That, that means I'm, I'm, my, my flesh is callousing my heart. We're children of the, of, of, the, of the light. We can't get wrapped up in the world in a way that they see righteousness. In the world that how they view sin. In the world of how they view judgment. We live in a world with fake news. I ain't going to get political tonight. Amen. There's so many different narratives coming from the left and the right. I've heard church people. I'm talking about church folk. Trump is the Messiah. And some church folks say he's the, de the demon himself. Church folk. But if you get so wrapped up into this thing, the Bible says don't think highly of men with you out. He's a man just like you are. He needs the Holy We pray for him. Amen. Whether you're with them or, or, or against them politically, he's a man. He's a soul. Don't get caught up in the way that this world, this, this system, their logic, their, 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 their way of thinking. And when you, if you do, you need the Holy Ghost to realign you. You need the Holy Ghost to set you straight.
we be praying for the Holy Ghost to get everybody else. We, we need to make sure we stay on the straight and narrow. Amen. Amen. That's our advantage. He will lead and guide us into all truth. All truth. If you sin, you sin. Confess it. Forsake it. Get stronger. That's an advantage. That's an advantage that a believer have. There, there's, there's different ways that we can, we can respond to conviction. There's different ways. I, I, I'm going to wrap this up, but there's two scriptures I want to read. One of them is Acts 24 and 25. I'm going to read it out the, the same Bible I have up here. If you can turn there with me. The other scripture is in Acts also, so it's not going to be a lot of journey. Acts chapter 25, 24, verse 25. Amen. The Bible says, but, verse 25, but as he was discussing righteousness, Self-control and judgment to come. Felix became frightened and said, go away for the, for the present. And when I find time, I will summon you. You ever have people, when you talk about the gospel and the good news and what God done for you, they I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't ready for that right now. That ain't where I am in my life right now. The, the Holy Ghost is trying to do something in their life, and they, they try to re, they reject it. He said he got frightened. He said, I, I ain't got time for this. And the Bible says he had them sitting waiting two years. Never called them back. That's one way when, when the Holy Ghost try to convict, people push back. I don't got time for that, man. You know, God understand. He know, man. And all you can do is pray for people like that. Amen. And thank God that he opened your eyes. Amen. Now, I've got another example in the Bible of how you should respond when conviction comes. Let's turn to Acts chapter 2. Let's look at verse 36. This is the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost. That's fell is the birthday of the church. All 120 was baptized and spoke with tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. And Peter stood up and preached Jesus. And he preached and told them, you were with your wicked hands, crucified the Lord of glory. He told them, you were the one that, that, that condemned this innocent man. And the Bible says in verse 36, therefore let us, let all the house of Israel know for surety that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. And the Bible says in 37, now when they heard this, they were pricked to their heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brethren, what shall we do? That Holy Ghost, when it convicts, shed light 
They responded. It pricked them. Some people get pricked and all, I'm hurt. I got to go be healed. The church people hurt me. They told me I was the reason why Jesus died. <laughs> they said my hands was the one that put them on the cross. It was your sins. But they responded, what shall I do? They let the light, the light hit them. The word found them. And they responded. And the Bible says there was added to the church that day about 3,000. Don't, don't resist the, the light, the exposure of, of, of the conviction power of the Holy Ghost. It's, it's to our advantage, saints. It's not to shame you. It's not we're going to put you on the back row and put you out. It's so that you can be saved. Above all else, we must be saved. Heaven is the goal. God put one devil out. He's not going to let another one in. Now, when I was studying this, I'm going to be honest with you. I, 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 I'm a person. I like to study, and I look at Scripture from every angle that I can get and dig out. And about the time I was ready to come here tonight, I looked at something in the context of what I was reading, and it almost messed up my whole message. I ain't going to lie. I said, oh, uh, <laughs> but I can still make it fit in, and I'm going to close it with this. Amen. If we look back at verse number 10, verse number 10, he talked about concerning righteousness. He, the Holy Ghost will convict concerning righteousness. He's talking about the world. The context is the world. It says concerning sin because they didn't believe. When he said concerning judgment is because the prince, the ruler of this world. But when it came to righteousness, it said because I go to my father and you no longer see me. He was talking to the saints there. It wasn't that he was just convicting the world of righteousness. He was talking to the saints about righteousness. And, and a lot of times we look at conviction, we just look at the negative connotation on it. I heard a preacher say in a classroom, he went, it was a Pentecostal apostolic classroom, and he asked the, 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 the young people there, I want you to write down 10 of your most powerful convictions. And everybody in that classroom, they wrote down, you know, your normals, I don't wear this, don't put on that, I don't cut this, don't go here, don't drink that, don't sleep with, you know. And it was all negative. Don't, 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 don't. Which is fine. But don't you know, believing that Jesus Christ is the mighty God is a conviction? Don't you know that we must be baptized in Jesus' name knowing that that brings, that is a conviction? Right here it says, concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you no longer see me. He left him, but he left him with a finished work. Now, I know I believe in sanctification, 
I believe in the journey of sanctification. I believe in being forsaken and, and, and cleansing ourselves from all unrighteousness. But I do believe in the finished work of Christ on the cross. And, and having that faith in what Christ did, I know he's gone, I know it's done, and I can walk in that victory. I can walk in that assurance that he will complete that which he began in me. Amen. Amen. That's a conviction of mine. That's an advantage. I know he'll never leave me nor forsake me. That's, that's a whole, I heard somebody say, that's the whole, I plead the blood thing. You think God going to give up on you? You think God don't love you? Just look at the blood. Look at the price that he, he, he paid. So anytime you, you, you think that God has forgotten about you, plead the blood. Know that the blood was shed on your behalf. And if he got that much skin in the game, he's not going to let you go now. Amen. Have confidence that he's going to complete what he finished in you. No matter how many times you slip and fall, get up. Get up. The righteous man falls seven times, but he arises again. That's a righteous man. Now, will we consider that righteous? <laughs> that brother. <laughs> he always at the altar. Yes, I, I need to be at the altar. I remember, I remember thinking, like, I don't want to go to the altar and cry because they're going to think I'm probably in sin. <laughs> Whether in sin or not, I need, I need a, you need an altar in your life, a consistent altar that's burning. Keep oil on my lamp, Lord. Keep me burning to the, to, the, to the brink of day. Amen. Know that you have an advantage. This Holy Ghost ain't just for speaking in tongues and jumping and shouting and running. It's to shine light. It's, it's to convict. It's to, it's to lead to truth. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and stop there. Uh, 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 we, we have a lot to pray for. We have a lot to pray for. I thank God for all my brothers and sisters and the report that they're doing good and doing well and God is moving. But I, I, I'm telling you, I, I sat there and I thought, I remember when my name was on the prayer list. I remember my family was praying for me when I was backslidden. I remember when, 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 when they thought I was a lost cause. But God is well able. It was the prayer of the saints. The prayer of the righteous. Amen. It, it bells much. Never get tired of praying. Never get tired of coming to the altar. I understand we, we practice social distance. You can have an altar right there where you're sitting. Right there where you stand. Amen. Amen. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you for this advantage that we have in your spirit, Lord. Thank you for your word, Lord God. For your, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, Lord God. We thank you for, for the illumination of the Holy Ghost and the love that is shed abroad in our hearts. By the Holy Ghost, Lord. But we thank you for the power that comes with the Holy Ghost, Lord. Lord, we believe, Lord God, that we should call your name and lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover, Lord God. Hallelujah. For your finished work, Lord God, for your blood that was shed. Hallelujah. We magnify you tonight, Lord God. God, we ask that your blood cover and your blood prevail, Lord God. Do what only you can do, Lord God. 
Hallelujah. We do what we can, but God, we look unto you, Lord. You're the author and the finisher of our faith, God. Hallelujah. We look unto you, Lord, for which cometh our help, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. God, you're still a miracle worker, Lord. We know you as a healer, Lord God. We know you as a way maker, Lord God. Hallelujah. We know that we serve a living God. Hallelujah. Ones who see, ones who hear. In the name of Jesus, send your healing power, Lord God. Touch this congregation in the name of Jesus. From the youngest to the old, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, touch our elderly saints, Lord. We thank you for your good reports, Lord God. We thank you for your report, Lord God. We shall believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We magnify you and we glorify you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name.